Hey everybody, this is Todd, and this is the pre-intro to the intro of our brand new Happy New Year 2020 is here episode, where we're going to talk about parenting is awesome. But before we get to that, I want to let you know about a brand new podcast that is out that we love a whole lot already. So one of our pastors on staff, a friend of ours, Lindsay Knuckles, and her friend, Mari Clark, created a podcast called The Pause Podcast. And what they have created this podcast to do is to carve out space in your day to pause to pay attention to your soul. And it is so good. So they're doing kind of a daily episode version podcast. And so you can go look up the pause podcast, you can subscribe to it, and you'll get daily episodes, I think, for the next 15 or so days in a row, but you can go back and listen to it. They're going through the book of James, they'll spend some time discussing their reading, and then they slow down, they get quiet, they pause, and they lead you through a meditation on the reading and the discussion. And it is perfect for a drive or for some quiet time or for a lunch break at work or if you just need to get some alone time away from the kids, turn on an episode on Netflix and pause and carve out some time for your soul. So please go check it out, like it, subscribe it, share it, and do whatever else you need to do to get the word out. But please, Paying attention to your soul is such a big deal, especially as you parent. Your kids need you to take care of your soul, to grow in your faith, and the Pause Podcast is a great way for you to do that. So go check it out. It's the Pause Podcast. You can find it on iTunes. Enjoy that and support our friends as well. So now we're going to get on to our brand new episode of the new year. It's called Parenting is Awesome. We recorded this with Lita Flowers, one of our dear, dear friends who was on staff at Forestdale for a number of years. She has since retired, and we celebrate that. We're so grateful for the way that she has served the church and the kingdom, and this episode was too good not to share. So here we go. Enjoy this new episode. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority of their families. Thank you so much for listening. As always, it's great to have you along for the ride. So today, our topic is parenting is awesome. And my guest is the one and only Lita Flowers. Lita, welcome to the podcast. It is good to have you here. Thanks. I'm really glad to be here, Todd. Yes, I am too. And so are all our listeners. They're just thrilled. Some have pulled off to the side of the road to listen to this episode. Oh, so totally I really hope so. I, I wish I could see that. <laughs> well, why don't you take a minute to introduce yourself to those listening? Okay. Well, I have a husband, Andy, and we've been married a really, really long time. And we have two grown kids, Travis and Kelly. Uh, Travis lives in Fort Mill, where we do. And works there, and Kelly and her husband just moved back from Seattle uh, two years ago um, so that Jason could start a business here. And we have four grandkids, uh, twin girls who are 12, a boy who's 10, and a little girl who is 2. Fantastic. Yeah, and um, we have been at Forest Hill for 35 years. Very good. Well, let's backtrack just a little bit, and let's give your son-in-law a little shout-out, a little advertising. Oh, that'd here. be great. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so you mentioned that 
uh, Jason and Kelly opened a new business. So why don't you tell everybody all about it? Okay. Well, Jason has worked in the corporate world ever since he got out of college Mm -hmm. and uh, got his master's. He worked with Starbucks Corporation for eight years as a project manager. And then he worked with Microsoft as a project manager for a number of years. And he just wanted to start his own business. Mm -hmm. So in Seattle, where they lived, there were coffee shops everywhere, the drive-thrus. And he never saw that here. So he decided to come to Charlotte and start opening these drive-thru coffee shops. So the first one is in Indian Land. Mm -hmm. It is right in front of Transformation Church. And uh, it is not part of that church. They're just using the space. And it looks like a tiny house if you ever drive by there. But it's called uh, Burnberry Coffee. And you can uh, drive around or walk up. And the coffee's really good. And so is the service. That's awesome. He's very happy. Good coffee at a good church. I mean, there's two. You know, we'll promote both of them. But please go (laughs) drink Burnberry Coffee. It's delicious. And so thank you for supporting them. And you're supporting Lita in doing so as well. Well, today's episode is called Parenting is Awesome, but I know for me personally, that's not always the first description that comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. So for you, how do you usually hear parenting described? Yeah, that's a fun one. (laughs) Um, I talk with parents a lot, and depending on the age and phase of the children, uh, parents can be frustrated, feel inadequate, tired is a big word. Um, they don't know how, how to deal always with the different phases that their children are in. And also, there's this sense of needing to have a perfect family yeah. and perfect kids. And if you just look on Facebook or Instagram, you'll see what I'm talking about. But I think people feel like I'm supposed to be like that. And really, we know that no family and no person mm-hmm. is going to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's what why well, we need God, right? right so right. anyway, I think a lot of people are feeling very inadequate, Mm. but they try to hide it. Right. And a lot of those adjectives are true. And I think the inspiration for this podcast came from one of our many conversations of just, if you could just tell parents that parenting is a privilege, and if Mm -hmm. you could almost like reshape their view of parenting, you, you just told me, you were like, hey, I know parenting is hard, but parenting is awesome. Mm -hmm. And so why do you want to change the perspective of parenting? Yeah, well, I I believe that parenting is an awesome responsibility and that God chose each parent out of everybody in the world Mm -hmm. to be the parent to this child. And I don't think it's an accident that you have the children that you have. And so I think it's an honor to help our kids discover their giftedness and also become that all God planned for them to be. So I don't think of it as a chore or a job, but a calling. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, it's the most important thing that you could ever do to shape a person, a whole person. Yeah, yeah. Well, the idea, I think, often gets romanticized. Like when you think of someone being chosen in a rom-com, you know, it's like... (gasps) You chose me out of all the people in the world that you would love me, that God has that kind of Mm -hmm. sight set on parents to go, hey, I looked at you, Lita, and I wanted you to be the mom of Kelly and Travis, Yeah. right? And if we could shift our perspective, it would change our attitude. And that's what I would love to take the next question to is attitude. How much does our attitude about our view of parenting affect how how parenting plays out in our home? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I think that we get what we expect from things. So um, we have expectations of our children, like they're supposed to fill some needs in us. Uh, And as they go through phases, they grow from babies to little kids, preschoolers, to big kids, Mm -hmm. elementary age, to middle school, to high school. And it's an adventure to walk through each phase with them. Uh, But it can also be kind of scary, you know, as you see this new person. Uh, So as they grow, you're leaving behind some things that you love about how they used to be. And you kind of grieve for that, right? Definitely. But there are a lot of new things to look forward to as they get to new a new age. Mm-hmm. So if you go into each new phase with a perspective, that it's your responsibility to learn what works for each child. You do your homework. There's lots out there. And then it can be a fun journey as opposed to just a job you have to do. Yeah. And to me, I'd much rather be on an adventure with my kids and a journey with my kids mm. and look at it that way than, oh, my gosh, he's going to be 12. Yeah. You know, what are we facing now with all the hormones? And, and just I feel like a lot of people at certain ages just kind of reject their kids a little bit because they're not the same as they used to be. Mm-hmm. And the kids are doing just what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, I really like that idea. If we gave parenting a metaphor that helps us through the phases and you use mm-hmm. journey and adventure, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you need an emoji for parenting, you know, instead of the eye roll emoji, you need the cowboy hat emoji to go like, hey, this is what parenting is about. Yeah. Hop on the saddle and enjoy the ride, you know, because yeah. it's going to be a little crazy. It's going to be a little wild, but you're the one who gets to do it. And mm-hmm. another way to express it might be we don't have to parent, we get to parent. Mm-hmm. It's just a changing wording. And Absolutely. hopefully that can change our attitude that God chose me is the important mm-hmm. place to start. Is I'm the the person or we are the parents that God chose mm-hmm. to parent. And that I don't have to do this, I get to do this. And when you talked about shaping mm-hmm. their lives, we've talked about this before on a previous podcast is parents are the primary influence on their child's life. They won't be the only, but they are the original and primary. Mm -hmm. And then as Christians, we believe they are the primary spiritual influence of shaping the life and faith of their children. And they never lose their influence. It changes. Yes, exactly. But they never lose the influence. Sometimes they think they have, Mm -hmm. but they really haven't. Um, Kids, uh, I think we said in the last podcast too that um, the majority of uh, kids and teenagers name their parents as their primary yeah, influence. Right. Even yeah. if they don't speak to them, yeah. they think of them that way. Yeah, it's always this, and you see it kind of in the phase development of the early childhood, elementary age childhood, its parents are dominant as the influence. And then around 12 years of age, that starts to change mm-hmm. and they start to mature. It's just a sign of maturity when right. they start to break away from their parents and look to friends or another person of influence. But you're absolutely right. Statistics show that when children respond, whatever age they are from, you know, young children up until 18, they'll, they'll put their parents mm-hmm. up at the top of the list. Friends are going to compete with that for sure, but that's all part of development. So but we do want our kids to think for themselves. Yes. Because yep. if we don't teach them to do that, then somebody's going to tell them what to do when right. they leave our home. Yeah. So they they need to know how yeah. to make their own decisions. So right. they're just doing what what God created them to do yeah. at each stage. Yep. Yep. And that's where the influence piece mm-hmm. comes in. Well, I would love for parents to hear a little bit about your story and how you've grown as a mom 
and as a grandmother and just the stages of your parenting and how you've evolved as a parent as well. Yeah, well, I feel like I've always been a parent, but because <laughs> I had five siblings yeah. and I have always been the one that they look to. Um, I'm almost like a mom to all of them, except my older brother. But uh, so I've just loved kids of all ages my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I was a Sunday school teacher as a teenager and then a youth ministry director. Did you know that? I think so. a young adult Um, and then a school teacher. So I've always worked with kids. And um, I majored in early childhood development and English. English was mainly just because I like to read. Mm -hmm. But early childhood development was just so eye-opening for me. Uh, I just love watching kids grow and develop. And so when I got to have my own kids, I loved every bit of it, even the hard parts, because I know that when they're struggling, they're they're just growing and they're learning as they go. But um, I just love watching them learn to talk and uh, learn to walk and hop and ride a bike and mm. do sports and go to school and all those things and just to get to walk alongside them. And uh, we grew up, or they grew up, uh, as young children, we lived near a park. And so we spent so much time outside as a family. And we found every free thing there was to do in Charlotte. <laughs> and we just had lots of fun. Like yeah. I said earlier, you know, having adventures together and I do think that we should be joyful about being parents. And now with grandkids, we get to experience all this again. We just took our grandkids to Tweetsie. Um, We took them by ourselves, no parents, and we do that every year. And um, we've just got lots of little things that we do together with them now. So it's kind of fun. I love it. And it's undeniable. If, If you know Lita or you've interacted with her, even just one time, you are committed to family. And as long as I've known you, and that's been about 15, 16 years now, you have been committed to the health, the growth, and the strength of family. Whatever phase of family that a parent is is in, Mm -hmm. as long as I've known you, you've been on their side, in their corner, encouraging them, there for them both presently in person, but also available to provide resources. If they need a phone call or a text reminder, whatever it is, that's what you do. It like marks your life. It's such a calling that's undeniable. Thank you. That's so nice to hear. Well, what was the, within your story, because of the title of this podcast, when did you realize that parenting is awesome? And what is it about that phrase that has motivated you or keeps you focused even now? Yeah, it's interesting. I, my focus early on was on the kids, you know, yep. and it slowly changed to where I was pouring more into parents because mm-hmm. we have leaders that pour into the kids. Yeah. But you could be standing in the atrium of any of our churches and you see these parents walking in and they're stressed out and mom and dad are arguing. No, not every family, right, no. Right. But you can see when a single mom walks in and she's had a rough morning or um, you've got a teenage mom or, or mom of teenager yeah. who has a daughter who has anorexia mm-hmm. and you don't know that, but you see there's something wrong and you say, yeah. hey, how are you doing? And yeah. um, I've just taught myself to notice those Mm. things and um, you can do so much ministry just noticing people and 
how they're feeling and yeah. just saying, how are you doing today? And uh, so I've started thinking more about parents being really an important thing for us to do. Yeah. And I don't think, I think we've always thought it was important, but I don't think until the last few years that we've really poured into parents like we have done. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm picking up from that is every parent needs a fan. And mm-hmm. we are fans of parents, and we are fans of family. Mm-hmm. You know, we think we're in Charlotte, so most of us, even though we have a lot of transplant, transplants from other cities, there's a lot of Panthers fans around here. And even though people will desert the Panthers on a losing season, we don't, don't want to desert family. That's right. You're Not one me. of the tried and true Panther fans. I can't say the same about myself, but <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to family, we're diehard family fans. Right. That's it. And as you were describing, any situation of family, any phase of family, wherever their kids are at, we want as a church to be cheering them on big foam finger with number one mm-hmm. for family, you know, in that way. And we're still growing in that and what we can do better right. to support families in that way. But I think you've brought that to the culture in a lot of ways to re- reinforce the message of why parenting matters in the yes. first place. Well, one of the the things about our faith as Christians is we trust the message of the Bible, and the Bible has a lot to say about family and about parenting and about children. So uh, one scripture that we'll look at right here is uh, Psalm 123, oops, sorry, it's Psalm 127, verse 3, and it says, children are a gift from the Lord, they are a reward from Him. This verse is such a good reminder for me personally Again, I go back to the idea that parenting is, is awesome isn't the first phrase that comes to my mind all the time, because uh, I tend to forget... you got three perfect children. <laughs> let me, I know Let me this. just set the record straight. That is not true. Even though um, I'm proud to say that my son, we gave him a phone recently, he listens to this podcast, and he's listened to all the episodes of the Advanced Podcast. So... Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. It's crazy. He's going to be a great dad one day. (laughs) He hears everything I say about him on the podcast, which I'm about to say, because contrary to what Lita said about having perfect kids, uh, when I get in that frustrated phase because I'm tired at the end of the day and I just want to go to bed or to stop peeing on the floor or stop disrespecting their mom, whatever it may be, how do you think this scripture, what Psalm 127 says, how should it change our view of God, our children, and parenting. Yeah, well, it is a blessing to be a parent. It is a gift from God. And I think we should treat it that way. God gave us this wonderful gift, and we have received it. We've accepted the gift from Him. Um, It's it's like if you're at a birthday party and somebody gives you a gift and Mm -hmm. you don't open or you just don't treat it well, uh, that's not being very respectful. And God is our Heavenly Father, and He gives us good gifts, and this is one of our good gifts, right? So it's an assignment to do something bigger than ourselves, Mm -hmm. and we have the joy of being in their lives, but doing this great big thing for Him. Right. So who knows what a difference our kids are going to make in this world, and we need to look at them that way. I mean, Mm -hmm. we may never even see a special thing that they do, but we're helping form them and shape them. So, I mean, I just feel like we can approach it as a joyful, wonderful thing, or we can approach it as something we have to do. And I know moms, sorry moms, if you ever say this, but um, I'm sure I felt this way at one time or another, but 
waiting for the next stage. Yeah, when they when oh, they can swim, yeah. I can read at the pool. Or, mm. <laughs> you know, oh, I can't wait till they go back to school because then I have more free time. And so, and I know dads the same way. It's it's we look to uh, the next thing. Like, oh, next week will be normal. No, this week is what we have right now. Yeah. So I think we need to enjoy the time that we have with them. And it's our choice, right, whether it's a chore or whether it's a joy. And how we spend our time with our kids is our choice as well. So if you choose to make it a fun adventure every day, Mm -hmm. you can do something every day that's a fun adventure. Kids don't – I mean, you can put a sock on your hand and a preschooler (laughs) talks to it, right? Yeah. So it doesn't take much. Um, when they get older, it's a little bit harder. But I play cards with my grandkids. They love that. You should try so, the sock on your hands with your grandkids because uh, no. they're going well, into the – they're older elementary yeah. and middle school. Yeah. But you Savannah should, Jane would it. love the sock on, on the hand. She would love that. Well, she's – what? She's, she's preschool? Two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but if you choose to be distracted, like with yeah. your cell phone, mm-hmm. with your computer, whatever, or television, listen to podcasts yeah. Yeah. <laughs> while your kids are with you. Uh, and you're too busy, then you lose your opportunities mm. that God has given you. Yeah, so, we all know that. Yeah. You know, when people look back on their life, they always, always say, "I wish I had spent more time with my family, right, or with my friends." It's rarely ever. Mm-hmm. I wish I had spent more time playing video games or mm-hmm. watching TV. It's never that sort yeah. of regret. It's always a relational regret. So you're saying, make the investment where you'll be missed, right? Because you will miss it when it ends or yeah. when the the time ends, even for those with newborn babies, mm-hmm. when that is a hard period of time. But every mom wants to hold a baby again after right. their babies are grown up, mm-hmm. you know, and Abby will have the boys sit in her lap just to go, I remember when you were a little baby. Yeah. And now gigantic Alan, you know, my 11-year-old, <laughs> he's way past that phase, right. but you'll, you'll reminisce and go, I don't wish I had to change the diapers or the midnight feedings, but I do wish I could hold a baby again, right. those sort of ideas. And I, sorry, parents, but I just feel like I see this too often where um, a, a parent is on their cell phone when their child is talking to them and they're, uh-huh, uh-huh. And yeah. I, I just really want to encourage you when your children are in the room, just put that phone aside. Don't even have it in your hand or on your person, because you can answer those calls and emails and texts later. They're not as important as your child. And I just think if we could all be mindful of that and and set things aside and not feel like that phone owns us, your children own you and you own them and and you don't have that much time with them. So don't waste it. I mean, how many minutes a day do we waste Hmm. that we could have used for something better? Yeah. So. I try to step out of the room and take a phone call or send a couple text messages, but inevitably the boys will find me and yeah. they'll be like, hey, dad, dad, dad. And I just try to say, hey, let me finish sending this text. Then I'll put my phone down and then I can talk. But yeah. I can't multitask to save my life. Uh, <laughs> right. And when it comes to like splitting my attention, it doesn't work at all. One thing that I wanted to speak into for this verse is I think we often get tripped up with the word reward mm-hmm. because reward is has the implication or it's connected to the idea of earning. Right. You earn a reward. Mm-hmm. But this reward is grace. Grace mm-hmm. is a gift. It goes back to what you were mm-hmm. saying about gift. You didn't do anything right. to earn children. 
right? Because I know people struggle with that, especially those who are, you know, wrestling with infertility or th- and they're asking God, why haven't you given me a child? I thought they were a reward. Have I done something wrong? Yeah. No. Life is a gift. And so mm-hmm. you start there with grace. We have life in the first place because of grace, not right. because we did anything. We couldn't do anything to give ourselves life. Same thing with children. Mm-hmm. It is a grace to be received, not a reward to be earned. So that reward is a grace reward. It's grace given, right. not a reward earned. And I, I think this is a good time for me to mention, too, because I know people that are childless, yeah. um, single people or people who are married and couldn't have children, yep. and some people foster or adopt, yep. and that's wonderful. But you can also pour into... Um, friends' kids yeah. or kids at the church or whatever. Right now, I've got a little girl um, who lives across the street from me. She's 10 years old, mm-hmm. and her mom said she's going through some anxiety. Mm. So we're meeting once a week just for 30 minutes. She yeah. comes and we sit on my front porch in rocking chairs, and we've started prayer journals, mm. and I just do a little devotion with her, and I ask her how her life is doing. Yeah. And then I write down three prayer requests for her. And, oh, she does a little thankful thing, too, like yeah. thankful journal thing. But anyway, um, she went home last week, and her mom texted me and said, oh, she was so happy when she came mm. home. But I just feel like we don't want to miss that, you know, whether you're a parent and you have neighborhood children or if you're not a parent and you've got people in your sphere of influence, yep. that you can make a difference in their lives. You don't have to be birthing them. Yep. To make a difference. That's really good. And it's almost mm-hmm. it's shifting the focus to say that, hey, children are a blessing to the world, a blessing right. from God. How can you, whatever either stage of parenting that you're in, or if you're not a parent, how can you be a blessing to children or be a blessing to families yeah. in that way? You could be God's gift to someone right. in that way, like you're saying. And you know, this little girl I'm talking about has awesome parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could not have better parents. Yeah. But sometimes another person is so great to just walk alongside. Uh, We used to bring home um, four or five kids every Friday afternoon from Travis's class. Mm -hmm. Um, And they would come and just hang out at our house, and I'd drive them all home. Mm -hmm. But um, they needed a mom. They needed somebody that would pour into them. And so I did that for like two years Mm -hmm. with some of these little boys, and I still pray for them. But I just feel like we should continuously be looking for that. If yeah. those kids come into our lives, that we should be not spending a whole lot of time, but just a little bit makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can see every relationship as one that God purposely brings into your life instead right. of just a coincidence mm-hmm. or it's an accidental relationship. No, there's purpose and meaning in every interaction right. that we have as an opportunity to encourage or to remind someone of God's love or to serve them in right. some way. Well, as we start to wrap this up, how can parenting be awesome without being disingenuous about hard and frustrate about the hard and frustrating parts? Yeah, and I think sometimes when I'm talking, I act like it's so easy, and I know that it's not mm-hmm. that easy. I mean, we have fun parts, but also the responsibility of guiding our kids. So we need to expect that there's going to be drama sometimes and disrespect and you know our kids aren't always going to get it right but we don't always get it right either and the good thing is I mean thankful the Lord gave us days and nights and we get Mm. to start every day yes new and fresh and we get a do-over so uh, you don't have to live in your failures so if you don't have a good day with your kids 
you can commit to making the next day better. And so, and they can, they can do that too. I mean, they don't have to have a bad day after they've had one. They can wake up the next day and say, okay, kids, it's a new day. We're going to start over. And they are going to be so glad that you said that. So um, in my opinion, it can be hard. Yes. But we don't have to keep it that way. Yep. We do that on a regular basis. You do? (laughs) Yesterday was hard. (laughs) Today is a new day. Let's start over and give this a try. I mean, I'm... I'm really grateful for the mercy of God yeah. when it comes to parenting. And it's okay to say that you're sorry and oh, that yeah. you, you know, I'm so sorry I yelled at you. I didn't mean to. And yeah. please forgive me. Kids are very forgiving. They are. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I appreciate what you said about just the reality of parenting. It's not always awesome in the sense of, oh, it's just going to be great every day. It's going to mm-hmm. be easy. No, 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 no. The, what's awesome is the privilege right. of it. But when you use the metaphor of journey or adventure, Mm-hmm. The reason it's a journey and an adventure because it's not always awesome. Mm-hmm. When you look back in, you know, the phrase "we can laugh at it now." Well, we weren't laughing at it then. No. But now, looking back to go, we've grown because of this. Yeah. It just makes you think of s- tremendously great stories, like a Lord of the Rings adventure, where mm-hmm. that wasn't just an easy adventure for them. Yeah. There was a lot of challenge. Yes, there was joy and merriment as they went along from mm-hmm. time to time, and you'll have that as family. But there's going to be the challenge. The failures, the mistakes, the disappointments, that's how you grow, yeah. is journeying together going, I'm committed to this journey, I'm committed to you, despite what happens along the way. Right. That's awesome. So how can parents take a step or two toward approaching parenting differently? Well, first, I just think you need to pray for your kids. Yeah. And with your kids, I let them see you living at your faith walk, uh, because faith is something that they need to see lived out. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've heard it said that it's caught and not t- yeah. caught and not taught, right? Yep. Is that? And we have to be strategic. So, what you need to do is think about what you want your child to look like to be when they leave your home, and what kind of character do you mm-hmm. hope they'll have. I yeah. think for most parents, um, in their heads or somehow in their little selfish parts of themselves. Um, and and I have to admit, I, I had some of this myself for sure. <clears throat> you want your kids to be popular, mm-hmm. good-looking. You want them to be successful, to make good grades, make a lot of money when they grow up. Even, you know, I remember um, I was told, don't be a teacher because they don't make much <laughs> money. Go be a lawyer or a doctor. Well, I, I wasn't na- made to be a doctor. Mm or a lawyer, and I wasn't made to make a whole lot of money. I was made to work with kids. And so um, if you try to push your kids away from what the Lord created them to be, then that's a little bit selfish. So think about character more than the success part. And I would just start with fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, patience, peace, kindness, self-control, all those things. I could name them for you if you want, but... (laughs) Not in order. All the listeners are like, oh, that's an imposter. What are the first <laughs> Go look them up on your cell phone when you're yep. not with your kids. Uh, but then work toward that. So I think if you think, okay, I want my child to have self-control. How can I make that happen? Mm-hmm. I want my child to be kind. What are some things we can do to help my child to be kinder? You, you can even think about things like finances. I want them to be able to handle their finances well well I have to say with my both of my kids we never really taught them that Mm. 
And my son is doing so well now, but mm-hmm. it took him a while because we didn't pour that into him. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're strategic with the things that you want your child to have and to be when they leave your home and you take the steps and you do the homework that you can help them a lot along the way. Uh, and I think we have to remember, too, that there are resources out there and we do provide some uh, at Forest Hill with our Facebook page, Family Ministry, mm-hmm. and I think some of the campuses have advanced yeah. Facebook pages. But then we have a Kids at FHC uh, Instagram account as well. So you can look on those and you can get encouragement. You can see blogs and podcasts like this um, on a regular basis that can be helpful. Yeah, there's a lot so, of good stuff out there. Yeah. Well, Lita, it's been a blast having you on this episode I could just change it, the title of this episode to Lita is Awesome. So I think that's what we'll do. But uh, what final <laughs> advice or encouragement do you have for our listeners as we finish up? Well, I just have to say that I have loved being a parent, even in the bad times. And I will tell you that we've had some bad times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder as kids get older, actually. Uh, but I also could tell you that there are a lot of things that we could have done differently and that we could have done better. Uh, A lot of mistakes have been made along the way. But, you know, God fills in all those gaps. He loves our kids so much more than we do. And we might make mistakes. There might be things that we didn't tell them, we didn't teach them. Uh, We may not have been patient all the time, all that. And I know parents that just feel guilty because of things like that. But it's funny, when kids grow up, they don't remember all that stuff. Mm. They remember the fun your family had together. Um, They remember the times that you sat on their bed and prayed with them, Um, the meal times that you sat and talked together. They remember those things. And God fills in the gaps with all the things that you didn't teach them. So I just feel like he's patient with us and he's patient with them. And he can do anything. He's in control. So don't ever give up on them, ever, because um, I've just seen miracles Mm. in families where parents had just felt like giving up on their child, and they turned out okay. Yeah, Actually, they turned out great. So I just feel like if we can agree, don't ever stop praying, don't ever give up, because we're the only ones that won't. We can never give up on our kids. Very good. Well, thanks so much, Lita. Let me say a prayer to wrap this up. Heavenly Father, I pray those things that Lita shared for our parents, that we would be praying parents, that we would never give up because we're the ones that you gave to our children. I pray that you would shift our focus, that you would help all of us as parents to see this as a gift, as a privilege, and though even it gets frustrating and challenging, that uh, at the end of the day, we would know that this is an awesome, awesome privilege that we have to parent. Help us to parent well. Help us to parent wisely. At the end of the day, that we would, we would trust you with the results as we uh, parent faith, faithfully our kids as they grow up. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Parent on, parents. You got this. Thanks for joining us for the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. 
If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you showed your support by sharing, subscribing, and rating this podcast on iTunes. To watch our services live or find the campus nearest you, visit foresthill.org.